It is a great day for talk radio. Don't look outside. Just take my word for it. Weather-wise, well, it's no great hell, but that continues on through the night as we continue on. And uh, I did mention a moment or two ago that uh, this is an interesting story where uh, Charity Intelligence Canada, these are people who uh, monitor charities, charitable giving, and the foundations, you know, who help to raise the money. How much is actually spent on the cause? Uh, What are they doing with the money specifically? On a need-to-know basis, I think all of us would like some clarity. And uh, here to share in that is Kate Bain, who's the Managing Director of Charity Intelligence Canada. Kate, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. So you've got, uh, you put the uh, magnifying glass to the eight foundations attached to Canada's NHL, NBA, and uh, Major League Baseball teams, correct? That's right. Okay, and uh, you evaluated them on what, what basis exactly? So we just do it the CI way, what we do for every single charity. So we have reports on over 760 charities. We didn't make any exception for the pro sports charities. A dollar donated is, is a dollar donated. So we do them all on a level playing field. So what we look at is four things. Financial transparency with these large charities. Are they financially transparent? Do they have a need for funding? Are they rich charities already? Do they need more money to run their operations? We look at how well they report to donors. And we also look, lastly, at for every dollar you donate, how many cents go to the cause. So we take those four factors and we put them into a simple star rating. Okay. And uh, the stars are how many stars? Out of four stars. Out of okay. Uh, four stars is excellent, uh-huh. and uh, which is amazing. And most charities are average, which means that they're two stars. Well, how did our uh, major league sports teams in this country fare when it came to the four star rating system? Poor. Oh. Poorly, oh. except for here in Toronto, because oh. I must say, Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment and Jay's Care Foundation were the two best-performing pro sports charities of the mix. Both of them had two stars. The other hockey teams did not fare very well. Well, all right, but let's back up. Here in Toronto, two stars out of four, that's like 50%. <laughs> that's good. Fifty. If, listen, if you're a baseball team and you can win 50% of your games, that's great. That's a good season. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, it might even be in the other. I, I, look, I wish I had you as a teacher in high school. <laughs> I would have made out like a bandit. 50% were singing hosannas. Uh, <laughs> all right. But on this matter of the two stars for Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment and the Jays, uh, so how did that uh, come to be two stars, whereas the others were all one star uh, or worse, I'm guessing? There's a big problem with all the other hockey charities in that they're not financially transparent. Even though they are large charities bringing in millions of dollars of donations from the fans, they refuse to post on their websites their audited financial statements. So we have to just do a request with Ottawa and we get the financial statements that way. But when a charity is that large and isn't going to open its books to the public, then they get no marks for being financially transparent. So that really pulls down their ratings. The other thing we looked at, and we kind of had fun with this, we looked at their balance sheets. Are these puck hogs or are they playmakers? Hmm. Now, a playmaker would be like Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment. They bring in each year over $10 million in revenue, and they don't hold on to the puck. They pass it on through their, to, to other charities in the community. So they were very good at, that throw, at, at flowing the money through. We did see some of the Western charities and the Montreal Canadiens being a bit of a puck hog. So while the money was coming in, it wasn't going out to the good causes in their communities. It was literally sitting in their bank, keeping the bench warm. 
Well, oh, they were hoarding the money. They weren't misappropriating it, per se. Yep, that's right. So they were just holding it back, and it was building up and building up. So they have many years of reserves that they could fund their community programs with. Right. They could be spreading the largesse. Instead, uh, they're just sitting on this cash. So uh, this idea that the Leafs or the Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment Foundation is uh, perhaps the most uh, generous in dispersing the goods, tell us uh, on the percentage of a dollar taken in, how much goes out to worthy causes? Well, the Leafs topped the charts of these eight pro sports charities. For every dollar you donate, 79 cents flows through to causes, which is, which is the best. There was a wide range, and at the Jays Care, it was 67 cents. So that's just outside the reasonable range, but, but not too far off. For some of the other hockey charities, um, they have very expensive fundraising events, let's say, and, and, and that means that less of the money is going through to the causes. So they didn't do very well. Yeah, you know, a lot of these uh, foundations, they'll have golf tournaments or uh, stage big events, which got to be cost prohibitive. Uh, they'll take in money, but there's also a, a real serious expense attached to it. So what they net out is no great hell, right? Exactly. You've got it. So that's exactly the point. And what we really wanted to emphasize was be a fan, cheer for your favorite team by all means. Be a Leafs fan, be a Jays fan, go Raptors, go. But don't confuse being a fan with giving the sports charities your donations, your, your money. There are so many excellent charities in Toronto that are cost-efficient and, you know, need the donations to keep the lights on. There's a big difference here. So if MLS&E, uh, the foundation, disperses 79 cents on the dollar, uh, who's the worst, by the way? I don't want to say, do I? Uh, Calgary Flames. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad you held that back. <laughs> Calgary Flames was, yeah. was, was, was really struggling. They had a very bad year. But you know what? Let's hope they have a good year this year. Oh, and well, they just beat Toronto here 3-1, to one, and so there's no sympathy or love lost. You can go ahead and pillory them. Uh, so their foundation, of the dollar taken in, what are they giving out? 30 cents. What? So that's, what, 70 cents that's uh, going elsewhere, uh, being mis misapplied, let's say. Listen, Calgary has the best parties. You want to play golf in Calgary with your favorite <laughs> hockey player, they do not hold oh. back any of the stops. Uh -huh. That is one fundraiser you probably want to go to, which is great. Right. If you want to play with your favorite player, go for it. Okay. But don't do it on a charitable time. No, I was going to say, I, I wouldn't be interested in doing anything with the Flames since they traded Dion Phaneuf to Toronto. Anyway, listen, uh, this is a case where 79 cents is is uh, very admirable for MLS and E's foundation. I'm told in some cases, like a charity, the Sally Ann, correct if wrong, but I'm guessing you guys have also drilled down on this. They're almost like a dollar on a dollar, a hundred percent return. Is that correct? Yeah, we've got some really great charities. So on our website at Charity Intelligence, we also have our 100 highest rated charities. And there's like 100 names there and really four-star charities across the board. And we also came out today with our top impact charities. So once a year for the last 13 years, we've released these are our top 10 picks, the, the best charities we recommend to donors. So donors have lots of choices. Pick your favorite charity, but just get the facts, read the report on it, make sure you know what the charity does, how it spends your money, so you can make an informed giving decision. Yeah, the United Way is another one near the top. It is. Uh, not so much in Toronto. Other United Ways are better than United Way Toronto. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the other thing that we've heard, uh, and correct if wrong again, 
that a lot of this uh, money goes to administrative costs, you know, uh, where maybe 75 cents on the dollar is to the worthy causes, but 25% administration. What is too onerous for administration? We look at that as a combined, so fundraising and admin, that's what we put together as overhead, and I know that that's the number donors really fixate on. We think that if the numbers are in a reasonable range, 95 cents to 65 cents, move on, look at other factors. Don't forget to check out the balance sheet. Is this a charity that actually needs money, or does it have hundreds of millions of dollars already where your dollar is just going to go sit in the bank account and earn T-bill returns? And another thing we also look at is how well is this charity reporting to its donors? How accountable is it? So we look at the four different factors. Everybody wants to focus on sense of the cause or, you know, how much do people get paid. We don't think those are the most important factors. And if so, the money is sitting in a bank, who gets the accrued interest? The, the, the charity. But if you're giving $100, it means that, and you think, oh, I'm really going to help this cause. No, it's probably going into an investment account, and it's going to be earning investment returns. It's not actually going to be out there on the front lines helping people in need. Okay, but if it does return on the investment, let's say you double the money in seven years, rule of 72, this is uh, something that... A lot of people would think, hey, uh, the company can't keep the money. It's not uh, rightfully or justifiably theirs. It's done in be- on behalf of the charity. I would bet you, John, if you took your money and you invested it, you could get better returns than most of these charities could on your money. Really? Well, they got to get better administration, but then we pay for that, don't <laughs> we? We're coming. And then you come around again, yeah. I've got to ask you finally, because I know these are uh, foundations, are, uh, you know, charitable foundations. That's different than running a charity, though, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, there are operating charities. So an operating charity works directly. It actually runs the programs. So it, let's think about the hospitals. There's the hospital for sick kids, and then there's Sick Kids Foundation. The foundation is primarily a fundraising machine. Think of the United Way. That's the fundraising, and then it's raising the money, and then it's granting it to the frontline charities. That's an excellent distinction people need to make. Well, and I'm glad you clarified that point and so many others, and uh, I guess it augurs well here in Toronto that MLS and E's Foundation and the Jays uh, are not the worst of the pack, but in fact right at the top, uh, and we won't just uh, belabor the fact that Calgary is at the bottom, <laughs> bottom of the heap. But uh, thanks so much for your time this afternoon, Kate. You're welcome, John. All the best. There you go. Kate Bain is the Managing Director of Charity Intelligence Canada. Uh, we clarify that point. You know, uh, when you get to these foundations and uh, all the, I don't know, the way some schools operate, too. I was f- finding an interesting story that at the University of Western Ontario, their law school uh, gave out an honorary degree the other day to a charitable giver, a big philanthropist, businessman Aubrey Dan. A lot would recognize his name. And he said something that crossed the line, apparently. I'm not sure how, but we'll share that story in a moment here on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.